It came about through my interest, if you like, in bringing uh, my fifth symphony, which was performed in 1994, and which is um, subtitled The 1916 Poets, to, to bring that to attention, maybe to get, have a performance made, or to issue the existing recording. And that particular performance actually was a very fine performance. The work was suggested to me by the late Terry de Valera, who gave me a copy of the 1963 Arts Council collection, which was actually entitled The 1916 Poets, and the works of Patrick Pierce, Joseph Mary Plunkett and Thomas Macdonough uh, were compiled in that. So I constructed a symphony around uh, their works, and um, it turned out to be a full-length 40-minute 40, 40 piece and uh, it was very well received at the time. So in the event of maybe no performance happening, I was thinking to myself, well, why not get it on CD? And I went to RTE and they gave me permission to use the uh, material and the soloist and the conductor. And that was combined then with a very fine performance of my latest uh, 10th symphony, by the Irish Chamber Orchestra and Gabor Takaknaj, which was a, a very fine performance, and the two fitted together to make a full-length CD. I was going to fund the whole thing myself, which, with the permissions from the various artists, would not have been a very expensive project just to have the manufacturing done. Uh, it came to the attention of Martin Anderson in Toccata Classics that I was uh, intending to do this, and he suggested... Uh, taking the material over and putting through his own company and that's how it came about. Symphony Number no. 10 uh, was written in quite different circumstances to the Fifth Symphony, which was written during a time when I'd recently retired from RTE. And uh, to make it financially possible for me to retire, they gave me uh, a commission to write a number of orchestral works. So I had a young family at the time, and I, I couldn't have retired without that. But the gun was to my head to write the piece as well, so it was a very productive period. Uh, number 10 then was written uh, many years later and it was at a time when I just sat back and said I'm going to write something for myself I'm going to write something that I want to write no dates, no performers, nothing like that in mind so I actually took six months off and with the help of um, a small Arts Council grant and with the help of the your contemporary music centre here. I amassed a lot of contemporary music on score and on discs and did a lot of six months intensive study, if you like. Peculiarly, what I brought out of all that was a desire to write for a classical-sized orchestra. So I wanted a, a clean, small palette. It has to be clear and clean. That's the, I wasn't criticising what I heard, but 
in a peculiar way, that's what I ended up wanting to do. In a classical orchestra, um, just two winds, two horns, two trumpets and timpani and strings, everybody gets a chance to take over solo lines and that, and then you have this wonderful sound of trumpets and drums, which are eternally wonderful sound, you know. So you can actually isolate these and highlight them with a smaller setup. So that gave the uh, the music its uh, palette and uh, its energy, if you like. <laughs> programmed with a, in a concert being given by Gabor Takoxnaz, the great uh, violinist and conductor, who was an incredible person to work with. He had so much energy and insight and no problems of any sort that it was an absolute delight to work with him. And I, I think he captured the mood of the music perfectly. So I'm very lucky to have that recording on this now. been sketching out an 11th symphony and I'm taking my time over it. What I'm looking for is the right, uh, it's like, like launching a plane, you want to get the right energy into your ideas before you start spreading them around the pages. So I'm very much in that revving up at the end of the runway moment before you take your foot off the pedal, trying to uh, amass enough ideas that, that have uh, the, the capacity to extend and develop. So I, I, I won't start doing major writing until I have that end of it sorted out. During the, the 1990s, when I, when I produced most of my major works like that, I was able to, within a week of finishing one, begin another. And I had developed this idea of sketching out, writing out, uh, if you like, a program note for the work before I wrote it. I brought that to its limits in the Fifth Symphony, where I wrote out a complete press of exactly what it was going to be about, where the uh, climaxes would be, where the the energy flow would increase or decrease, this kind of thing. During the 12 months when I was actually writing it, I was able to refer back to this and see that I had actually more or less indicated where I sh what I should do now. You know, so you go from the the particular to the general statement, which had some particular things in it. Uh, so I found that uh, very, very helpful. But I, I sort of slipped away from that method then, and uh, the, 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 the later symphonies were uh, written with a minimal amount of preparation. You know, I seem to have the energy myself to, to move them forward, you know. As you go on and get older, you know, your, your own energy levels drop. So if I can infuse the ideas with the energies, then I know what to do with them. And it takes a while to get to that stage. Yeah. 
my music tends to want to move forward all the time, no matter how slow it is. It never actually stops. There's always another beat coming up, which needs attention. This is something that I find, once I discovered that, or actually quite realised that in my music, that then in rehearsal for a new piece, I'm able to say that. Um, it, it, it's helpful to the performers to see it as something that ne never stops, always moving forward, always going to the next thing, no matter how slow the music is. I'm sure any any creative artist in any any uh, discipline, um, you just can't stop. If one stops, it's the most irritating thing in the world. You know, you build up all sorts of tensions and you wonder what's wrong with you and then it's only when you sit down and write that you realise that's what's missing.